Welcome to this episode of the New Channel Sports Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in to yet another episode of the podcast. On this episode of the podcast, I will talk about the finals and really just give my ode to the Golden State Warriors. I will also talk about the conundrum of Jimmy Putler. And what do you do with a guy that is really I during the regular season and turns into an absolute beast, an absolute monster in the postseason. The only thing I can do is give him his flowers. Give him his flowers to have all of those things go against him. A bum knee. A high-paid guy not really playing. Your second-best player in Tyler Hero not playing great, then getting injured, not playing a Game 7. Your other second best player, Bam Adebayo, really didn't show up for the series. The guy that you signed to be the big piece for your team, Kyle Lowry, is injured and also isn't playing well. You go through all of those things and you're one shot away from winning. When Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving couldn't get a game. This is not a knock on Kevin Durant at all. It's me praising Jimmy Butler and saying I was freaking wrong and i'm proud to say because there are times where you're wrong you just gotta own it like i was so wrong but i'm so proud because jimmy butler is amazing you're tuned into the new channel sports podcast the ultimate sports talk podcast What is good? This is a new channel sports podcast. It is me, your host, Chris. I'd love to tell you across the room of somebody else, but no, this is a solo, solo episode. I'm so happy to do yet another solo dolo on the podcast. I'm here to hold it down for you. So whether you are driving, whether you were listening at work when your boss said you shouldn't be with your headphones, you said you're talking to your mama and you know you lying, whatever you are doing. I thank you for listening in. You can check out the new channel sports podcast wherever you listen to your podcast, Podbean, Stitcher. Apple, we are there. You can also check out our lovely faces on Afro Vibes TV. Check us out on Afro Vibes TV where we have a show on demand each and every single week. Oh, and he has refused to come arms clan. <laughs> he has not refused, but typically it is me and Lo holding it down there. But I'm with you today. Um, so let's jump right into this episode and let's get into my favorite thing to do. My favorite segment. I came up with it. Oh, and you had nothing to do with it. It was all me. Uh, headline. It's time for. It's time for. It's time for headlines. <laughs> all right so i'm laughing because these headlines some of them maybe i wouldn't do if the fellows were here but i'm here so i can hold it down headline number one deshaun watson has yet another allegation made against him this will be now be the 23rd lawsuit against deshaun watson 
Um, the latest accuser said she wasn't going to come forward until she watched H- HBO, a show on HBO. Based on the show on HBO, she came forward and decided she wanted to file a lawsuit against Deshaun Watson. So that is number 23. 23rd lawsuit. We'll see what happens if they get resolved. I'm of the opinion. This is just an opinion. Obviously, it's not fact, right? I'm of the opinion that these most of these would get resolved prior to the NFL season. Because if you're the NFL, it's really difficult to suspend Deshaun Watson for a finite amount of games, whatever that may be, without knowing how these lawsuits resolve themselves. I know it's not a criminal lawsuit, but when you have 23 civil lawsuits, and let's just say for whatever reason it goes all the way to trial, which I sincerely doubt. If it goes all the way to trial, I would be stunned. Right. I really would be stunned, but I expect it to get done prior to the season starting. Whatever the case may be, I do expect the NFL to hold off from suspending him until that his at least some of his lawsuits have some type of resolution. So that was headline number one. Headline number two, Aaron Donald, that guy, the guy who should have won MVP of the Super Bowl. Right. I love, you know, I, you know <laughs> I love Matt. You know what I'm saying? I love Matthew Stafford. Obviously, I love him throwing the football to Cooper Cup, the guy who won the MVP. And I think Cooper Cup is amazing. He won me my fantasy season. Shout out to everybody. If Cooper Cup won you your fantasy season, let us know at New Channel Sports, all right? Because he won me mine. I want to know if he won you yours. But Cooper Cup won the MVP of the Super Bowl. I thought I should have went to Aaron Donald. I'm certainly not complaining that it went to Cooper Cup. But I thought that Aaron Donald was the most impactful player in that game. And he should have won the MVP. And maybe he's feeling himself a little bit because he wants a new contract with the, the, the Rams. I almost called them the 49ers. He wants a new contract with the Rams. And the Rams has essentially said, yeah, bro, bro, we're not giving you a new or big contract. Whatever the case may be, they are at a contractual impasse as I'm recording this podcast. It wouldn't stun me that before this podcast even comes out, they come to some deal. And the reason why this is even a headline is because Aaron Donald's basically come out and said he is happy with his career if he doesn't play in the NFL again. Almost like he's dangling that retirement speak right after he won the Super Bowl. He did the exact same thing. You know, if I don't play again, this is my Aaron Donald voice. I sound nothing like him. You know, if I don't play again, it's all good. Right? I'm all good because <laughs> I just won a Super Bowl. I've made a lot of money. I'm good. If you don't want to pay me, I'm good. We'll see how you do without me. Good luck trying to go back to back without me. And I think some of that, I think, is more of a, I don't believe him, put it like that. I truly don't believe that he'd retire. I personally don't believe him. I don't believe the Rams believe him. I don't believe his agent believes him. Quite frankly, I don't know if he's married. Uh, I don't think his significant other believes him. (laughs) I don't think he believes himself. He's not retiring. Uh, But I do believe that he's putting that out there for the Rams to know, hey, if you don't sign me, I will do something so significant, so big, that it will dwarf your chances at winning back-to-back Super Bowls, a feat that hasn't been done since the New England Patriots. So I do believe that he's not quite telling the truth here, but it is something to keep an eye on. If he's not happy and he doesn't want to come back, that is really, really big. I think it's a big deal. So something to keep our eyes on. Headline number three. 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 I do this every time, okay? I could put an effect, but I don't want to, okay? I don't care about the fact. I want to use my own voice. I like the way I sound, right? So as I'm recording, I have the microphone. I don't need headphones in my ear to hear my voice, right? It's just me. 
but I do that anyway. <laughs> that should tell you how narcissistic. I'm not narcissistic, but when I record podcasts, I'm quite narcissistic. And I'll tell you why. To record a podcast by yourself, I am talking to myself, but I'm talking to you, the listener, at the same time. So I'm feeling what I'm saying, hoping that you're feeling what I'm saying. So we have this, we have this bond where you and I, the listener, are in on the secret together. But really and truly, as I'm recording, it's just me. So it is a little narcissistic, maybe a lot of narcissistic. <laughs> but the headline number three is Colin Kaepernick had a workout uh, with the Raiders. No contract come out of came out of that. I don't anticipate there will be one. But again, maybe by the time this podcast is played and you listen to it and it comes out, he is signed. But as somebody who knows if there are not 31 quarterbacks better than uh, Kaepernick. They're not certainly not 32. They're certainly not 64. And they're certainly not whatever 64 plus 32 is. There's not a, a, enough third string quarterbacks who are better than Kaepernick. It's simply just not the case. It's not. He should be in the NFL, but he's not. And part of the problem w- with him working out with the Raiders is at this point, what is this really? If you're Kaepernick, what is this? Is this a you know, like a, a dog and pony show where you're just letting the world know that we, the Las Vegas Raiders, stand with Colin Kaepernick, right? Or are you actually looking to sign him? Because you have a guy there in date. I almost call him David Carr. I'm just going to call him Carr, right? And Derek Carr, who whose job is certainly not tenuous. He just led his team to the playoffs. He's probably in the toughest division in football. But at the same time, you know, because you're in the toughest division in football, do you really even want to have a guy like Kaepernick Bather where the fans are saying, yo, Car and get it done. Let's get Kaepernick in there. So that is a fear for a lot of teams, but I think that's a good thing, right? To have a good backup to where your starters, like, you know, if I don't play well, the backup is going to come and the fans are going to be clamoring for him. That's not such a bad thing when you have an established quarterback. Bad thing when you have a quarterback that's a rookie, really young and easy to pull out. Good thing if you have a good established quarterback where that's not really a problem. And I think Derek Carr is at the point of his career where that won't be a problem. But my whole problem is with the workout itself. I mean, this is this is not like a 40-year-old guy who's really old and trying to do him a favor. Like, let's say if a team brought in the TOs, hey, you want to work out with us? That's kind of like a dog opponent thing. They're not going to really sign him. But Kaepernick has been out of the league for three years, and we all know he should have been in the league. No matter where you fall with this, whether he should kneel, whether he shouldn't kneel, he has the talent. Anyone arguing that he doesn't have the talent clearly didn't watch, right? You didn't watch football. If you think he didn't have the talent to play, uh, it was way bigger than that. And at this point, I believe the ship has sailed. And if I were Kaepernick, I don't even know if I'd want to come back. But I do think it's significant that a team reached out to him and worked him out. I do find that to be quite significant. We'll see how that goes. I will keep my detective eye on it. <laughs> I don't know what the hell that was. <laughs> I'll tell you why I did that. I've gotten really big on listening to audiobooks lately. And there are some audiobook narrators. This is a, just a complete side note. It has nothing to do with sports. There's some audiobook narrators that are just off the chain. I'm just going to put it out there. If you listen to audiobooks, you know what I'm saying. There are some audiobook narrators, when they get up on that mic, they'll be like, and he opened the door. I'm like, damn. <laughs> it's like, it's hella good. All right, that has nothing to do with sports, but that was your headlines. Okay. So now I want to get into what I call the meat 
of the episode. So when I do headlines, I typically see that as a, an appetizer. So whenever I do a solo podcast, I do headlines or I do something that's an appetizer to get you interested and to stick it into the episode. Or maybe nine or 10 minutes in, you're like, eh, this ain't for me. And then you dip. And that's okay, right? That's okay. If, if I'm not for you, we, you can go listen to a podcast by O.N.Y. If that's your, if that's your thing. Now, if you like torture, you know, you do. I'm just kidding. <laughs> We're on the same thing. If you want to hear, oh, and you, you love his voice. You know what I'm saying? He is married. Just want to let y'all know. Bro, bro is married. He got kids. He married. All right. Um, but if you just like hearing his voice, you can go check him out. <laughs> you can go check him out. Shout out to his wife. She'd appreciate it. I said that. And then, <laughs> and then also you can listen to Ant-Man when he does his solo dolos. You can listen to him. If that's your taste, or if you want to hear us all, you can certainly do that. We're on Friday. Fridays, we're always on on that day. So you know what you're going to get, right? We're here for you. And the appetizer for this episode, I know we're slapped dead in the middle of the finals, but I got to talk about one, Jimmy Butler. I've just got to. Because if I don't do it, it'd be a crime. If I don't do it, it would be wrong. Quite frankly, if I don't do it, I wouldn't be a real podcaster. I know I'm saying a lot. Those are heavy, big statements, but it's true. If you listen to the podcast that just came out, O'Ingy and Ant-Man talked about Jimmy Butler and they talked about him and and James Harden and and the conversation regarding the two. And if you want to hear that, please, by all means, stop listening to this podcast right now. You can come back to this. Stop listening to this. Go listen to the podcast that just came out, all right? Because it's awesome. But I want to talk to you about Jimmy Butler in a different way. And I title the, the meat of this podcast, I say the conundrum of Jimmy Butler. I'll repeat that for you like we're in a, we in a, a Baptist church, right? right? You, know, you know, you go to Baptist church. Uh, and if you don't know, if you, if you haven't been to a Baptist church, I'm sure you've seen on some movie or show, they get on the preacher, get on the stage, you know, say, I want to, I got, I got a title for you, church, right? And the church's like, oh, what's the title? What's the title, pastor? He's like, the, the, the conundrum of Jimmy Butler. Everybody's like, ooh, ooh. He says, I don't think you heard me. The conundrum of Jimmy Butler. And I'll tell you exactly what I mean by the conundrum of Jimmy Butler. What do we do with him all time? What do we do with him right now? What do we do with him even going into next season? All right, so we know what happened. Jimmy Butler had an opportunity in game seven to shoot a three and send his team essentially to the finals or at least give them a go-ahead lead with 15 seconds left. He missed the shots. For any bozo, for any clown, for any fool you have seen on television that said that shot is a bad shot, don't pay them no attention. But that's not the conundrum of Jimmy Butler is. I just have to throw that out there. If you are one of those people who believes that he should not have taken that shot, I just called you a fool, right? I just said you're not wise. I just said you're not smart. Now, if you're a podcast listener and you thought he shouldn't have taken that shot, I apologize. I'm not calling you a fool. I'm just calling the pundits on TV that are saying that that was a bad shot, a fool, all right? But that's not really what I'm talking about anyway. I don't want to talk about that shot because I thought it was a good shot. I just want to talk about a guy that just two years ago, Led a team in the bubble to the NBA Finals. And he lost the NBA Finals to one LeBron James. And everyone, myself included, I got to raise my hand all the way up to the sky. Because when the Miami Heat made the Finals two years ago, I said, it's a fluke. Jimmy who? Jimmy Butler? What? Tyler Hero? The Miami Heat? They don't have any stars. They got to the Finals because players were hurt. They were in the bubble 
playing out of their minds. Giannis wasn't quite ready to take the, you know, get to that next step yet. It was luck. It'll never happen again. And last season, I was right. They didn't look great last season. They met Giannis again in the playoffs and they were unceremoniously swept out of the playoffs. And I said, you see, people like me were like, you see, we're right. Jimmy Butler's not a main number one guy. He's not a guy you build your franchise around. He's a very good player. He's a hard-nosed player. He's a hard worker. But you don't build your teams around guys who carry the lunch pail and work. You build your team around the guys who make the lunch pail. Guys who are on the commercials. Guys whose faces are on the lunch pail. And Jimmy Butler isn't quite that guy. And I was right last season. And no one would have said anything about it. Because we were right. All of us. My hand. My, my hand. I told you my hands raised. I was right. They didn't go anywhere. And then this season happened. And what happened this season? They eliminated the Philadelphia 76ers. Whether Embiid is there the entire series and they win is irrelevant. They eliminate the Sixers in the second round. They handle, I don't want to talk about the first round with the Hawks, please. And then they go to the West, to the Eastern Conference Finals. Jimmy Butler has a knee injury. Tyler Hero doesn't look like himself. Tyler Hero's injured. Bam Adebayo's playing like he ain't never hooped before. Sorry, Bam. Love you, bro. African brother, I salute you, but you did not have a good series. And Kyle Lowry did what? I don't know what Kyle Lowry typically does during the playoffs. I know Kyle Lowry was injured, but typically in the playoffs, other than that one year when he played with Kawhi Leonard, he ain't really great in the playoffs. He does his game regresses, right? Which is the absolute opposite of Jimmy Butler. So it was essentially Jimmy Butler on a one man show carrying, willing the Miami Heat to a game seven in their building. And I want to tell you the significance of that because we saw what happened with KD versus that same Boston team. And he, it was like, if you're going to label KD's performance as a movie, a movie title, I'd call it failure to launch because it wasn't a point in that series where he showed us he was really KD. The guy that says, I'm Kevin Durant. You know who I am. It didn't happen. It did not happen because Boston shut it down. You saw Giannis Antetokounmpo. Obviously, Giannis had great games. He had great games. He did. So I'm not going to say he didn't have great games, but he definitely wasn't himself. The Boston Celtics were able to slow him down. But when it came to Jimmy Butler, when a bucket was needed, when a big game was needed, he mostly, I say mostly because he didn't hit that last shot, he mostly came through. So what's my point? My point is throughout the playoffs, particularly these playoffs, Everyone, myself included, has to look themselves in the mirror and say this. I was wrong about Jimmy Butler. And if you're listening to this podcast and you were with me two years ago, you need to stop your car, right? Look in your mirror. Or maybe if you're in your house, you need to get up and look in the mirror. Or if you're at work, you know, you already ain't paying attention. Just let your screen time out. (laughs) Let your screen time out so you can see your face. And then say it like me and say it loud and proud, which is chest. Say it with your chest. I was wrong about Jimmy Butler. I imagine there are a lot of us who were wrong about Jimmy Butler. Because what he did in these playoffs, I don't care that he missed that last shot. I do not care. I'm more excited that he took it. And he took it with all the confidence in the world. I don't care that he missed a shot. Because what he did with the Miami Heat this season and in 2020 is simply incredible. For a guy that is constantly recognized as not a superstar. And in fact, many see him as a fringe all-star. 
So what do we do with them? Because during the regular season, if you do watch the Miami Heat, if you do watch Jimmy Butler, he is indeed a fringe all-star. He'll get you a little over 20 points a game. He'll shoot semi-efficiently. He doesn't shoot the three-pointer well. There's not anything about his game that makes you say, oh, that dude is a superstar. Or that dude is an upper echelon all-star. Nothing about him looks that great in the regular season. Nothing. But when it comes to the postseason, there's something that clicks in his brain. There is a light that flickers on where he understands the lights are bright and I'm going to come through. I find that to be absolutely amazing, particularly in basketball. Why do I find it to be amazing in basketball? Because there is no player comp to Jimmy Butler. Let me repeat myself yet again. There is no player comp to Jimmy Butler, and I dare say in NBA history. Because there are very few guys who turn from fringe all-stars to absolute superstars in the playoffs. You just rarely see that. And in fact, you don't see that. For me, the closest player comp I have for Jimmy Butler, going from fringe all-star in the regular season to absolute megastar, superstar in the postseason, is really playoff Rondo. It's playoff Rondo, but it's just to a far lesser extent, right? It, Ray John Rondo has a reputation. During the regular season, he high. During the playoffs, because the game slowed down and it really does come down to who can control the game, playoff Rondo is simply amazing. But playoff Rondo isn't leading a team to the championship. Playoff Rondo can be a key cog in a team that goes to the championship. And that's a big difference because Jimmy Butler has proved it. For me, at least. If you still have Jimmy Butler doubts, I I don't know what to tell you. What more are you looking for? You need a 40-piece, he'll give you that. You need a 30-piece, he'll give you that. He'll give you every single thing you need to get to the finals. So because there are no player comps, other than playoff Rondo, to much lesser extent, it got me thinking, what is the closest player comp in sports, not just in basketball, in sports to Jimmy Butler? So the first player that comes to mind for me in the last 25, 30 years is Eli Manning. It's Eli Manning. (laughs) It's the closest player comp that I can think of because Eli Manning is a definition of average. (laughs) I mean, seriously, his record in the NFL is exactly that, 500. He is average. His record as a starter in the NFL is average. It's not great. It's not bad. He's average. In the regular season, that is, right? And it's very similar to Jimmy Butler. Now, Jimmy Butler is better than average, right? I think we can say, again, he's a fringe all-star, right? That's not an average player. Not The average player in the NBA is not a fringe all-star. But he's average. As far as the all-stars, he's certainly average. But in the playoffs, there's something about Eli Manning. I personally think it was luck. So don't, don't, don't get this podcast twisted, podcast twisted. If you listen to me, you know how I feel about Eli Manning. But the one thing I do know about him in the playoffs, his game stepped up exponentially. He looked really, really good, right? He made some lucky throws in his career, but he was good in the games where he put himself in a position to get lucky. Ah, and that's the key. If Jimmy Butler made that shot, I'd really be thinking about Eli Manning. I'm going to keep it a buck, right? Because he doesn't shoot threes well for him to pull up and hit a three-point. I'm like, all right, y'all, this dude's Eli Manning (laughs) in the flesh. But seriously, Eli Manning really turned his game up in the postseason. He truly did. And that's why he's very likely going to the Hall of Fame. 
And if Jimmy Butler goes to the Hall of Fame, it certainly won't be because of his regular season averages. It'll be because of the way he elevated himself in the playoffs. And him and Eli Manning are the closest player comps for me in the last 25 to 30 years. Guys that are completely unexpecting. They are just, they're average, right? Average players in the regular season. Again, Jimmy Butler is obviously a little better than average, but amongst the all-stars, he's average, right? Average player in the regular season, but when it comes to the postseason, they just turn it all the way up. It's just like something clicks in their brains. It's like, all right, it's serious now. And it's just amazing to me. I believe Eli Manning is his closest player comp in sports. I think another good player comp for our new or for our new channel sports podcast listeners, you're gonna have to stretch for this one because if you don't watch baseball, we don't talk about it a lot, you may not understand it. But I'm talking to the people who do watch baseball, right? So I'm doing a solo dolo on this one. They wouldn't let me do this if all of us were here. All right. Carlos Correa. For the baseball watchers, you're like, ah, yeah, I see it. Yeah, I know. I know. Carlos Correa. Carlos Correa is a good regular season player. He's not great. He's obviously great defensively in his position, but he's a good regular season player. But when it comes to the playoffs, he just lives for the playoffs. He lives for it. And it's the same thing I see with Jimmy Butler. I remember when the Astros were, you know, in that cheating scandal and people were talking all this junk about the Astros or maybe goodness, depending on where you fall on that line. And they win a series. I believe it was against the Oakland A's who were talking so much garbage in a season. They win the series in the playoffs and Carlos Correa is like, what are you going to say now? <laughs> I'm doing a horrible accent, but I loved it. What are you going to say now? Right. You say we're cheaters, but we beat you. Right. Jimmy Butler. Oh, you say I'm not very good. You say I'm a fringe all-star at best. You say I can't lead a team. What are you going to say now? I led a team to the finals. I led a team that had injuries, that had players not performing well to a game seven against the Boston Celtics, number one defense in the league, shut down uh, Kevin Durant, stifled Giannis Antetokounmpo. I took them to game seven without my second best player playing well, without my second best player in game seven, without Bam Adebayo really showing up, Kyle Lyre pull, pulling a playoff exit, Duncan Robinson, a $90 million, $90 million guy not getting on the court. My knee is bothering me. Missed the game in the series, and yet I still came back to play really well. Bruh, give this man his flowers. Give him his flowers to have all of those things go against him. A bum knee. A high-paid guy not really playing. Your second best player in Tyler Hero not playing great, then getting injured, not playing a game seven. Your other second best player, Bam Adebayo, really didn't show up for the series. The guy that you signed to be the big piece for your team, Kyle Lowry, is injured and also isn't playing well. You go through all of those things and you're one shot away from winning. When Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving couldn't get a game. This is not a knock on Kevin Durant at all. It's me praising Jimmy Butler and saying, I was freaking wrong and i'm proud to say it because there are times where you're wrong you just gotta own it but like i was so wrong but i'm so proud because jimmy butler is amazing so that's the conundrum of jimmy butler it's he's amazing during the postseason in the regular season he's all right right he's all right and so simply if you're the miami heat how do you build around him because it's tough it's really tough now, it's, it is difficult for me to say he's eyed in the regular season and they ended up with the number one seed in the Eastern Conference, but we know the Eastern Conference was kind of a mess this season, right? 
It, it, it really was. I'm, I'm, this not a knock on Jimmy Butler, but the Eastern Conference was a mess this season. But he got it done. That's my point. How do you build around him? He's got to figure that out, right? You can't go paying Duncan Robinson's a lot of money anymore. No offense to Duncan, but you got, you got to spend your money wisely. But if I'm a superstar, I have absolutely no problem going to play with the Jimmy Butler because I know when the chips count, right? When the chips fall, whatever the statement is, right? When I need him, he will be there. He'll be there. He will be there. And that's the type of guy that you want. But it's a conundrum because during the regular season, He'll be all right. He will be all right. But that's fine with me. Just get me to the playoffs and then give me Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler, I present you your flowers. <laughs> that's what that was. Okay, before in this podcast, I just want to talk about the finals. I know the guys gave their predictions. I'm going to give my prediction before the tip-off of the series. And perhaps by the time you listen to this, the series has already started. I predict that the Warriors will win that series in about six games I expect Curry to be crowned. I expect Klay Thompson to get some more love. I expect Draymond Green to talk about the love he's getting. I expect Steve Kerr to get some love. That organization is simply amazing. And as a person that root for the Houston Rockets, as a person that loves the Houston Rockets, it is tough for me to say this, but easy for me to say this. I'm freaking proud of the Golden State Warriors. This is me just giving my flowers to all the people I've been hating on, right? <laughs> right? That's, that's what this solo dolo is about. It's giving my flowers. We're giving flowers to people who have been hated, who I've been hating on. And, and, and it's simple. The Golden State Warriors reign of dominance has been absolutely amazing. Six finals in eight years. I'm sure you've heard that stat before. But for me, what's so just special about this finals run is that they missed on these draft picks, right? <laughs> like none of their real young guys are playing great. Other than Jordan Poole, the rest of these guys ain't really doing it. In fact, I hadn't seen Wiseman in the playoffs. Can you imagine if they would have hit on one of those draft picks? It'd be game set match for years. <laughs> so it's just incredible what the Warriors have done with that core. Draymond Green, Clay Thompson, and Steph Curry. I think the one guy that even every Rockets fan just always loved, no matter what, even when we lost some of them was Clay Thompson. Cause he's so, he's just a, he's just a good guy, right? <laughs> I don't know him, but I, I just think he's a good guy. So he's a guy that I never hate on, but as the franchise as a whole, you know, as a Rocket fan, you kind of want to see them fail. But at this point, it's like, bro, I mean, they're so good. Do you want to see them fail at this point? It's just, we're so used to seeing their success. It's just something you come to appreciate, right? It's, it's, it's acceptance, right? So I had the, the five stages of grief or whatever you want to call it. I was in denial. I didn't want to think they were that great. And whatever the other stages are, anger, all of that. At this point, I'm at acceptance. I accept that they're great and I'm okay with it. <laughs> That's where I'm at as a Rocket fan, right? As a Rocket fan, looking at the dominance of the Warriors and understanding that if there was a heel to the Warriors, Warrior story, if there was a team that was a nemesis, but not really, it was the Rockets, right? It was the Rockets. Well, we were the guys that we kept getting the ball pulled from us, like Charlie, uh, Charlie Brown, right? We kept kicking, thinking we we're going to hit it, and we never did. And we never were. It was never written for us to kick the ball, right? So we're the, we're the guys that were the heel in the story. And after a while, you just got to appreciate their greatness. The Warriors, a great team, a great organization, and they pulled off an incredible dynasty in a time where player movement is absolutely insane in the NBA. So kudos to the Warriors and their organization for absolutely getting it done. 
Guys, thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the podcast. I really do appreciate every single second of your day, of your day that you have taken to listen to me. I appreciate you. Again, you can check out our podcast wherever you listen to your podcast, Stitcher, Podbean, Apple, Google, wherever you listen to your podcast, whenever you listen to your podcast, we are there. You can also check out our lovely faces on Afro Vibes TV. Check out Afro Vibes TV. It's an amazing platform. We have our um, shows on demand each and every single week where we showcase our talents you can also check out our website newchannelsports.net not.com.net and that's new channel spelled and you channel sports.net you can check us out on twitter you can check us out on instagram you can check us out on facebook you can check us out everywhere if there's a platform we are there thank you so much for listening as i always end all solo podcasts stay safe y'all believe stay safe peace Thanks for listening to the new channel sports podcast. If you like the show, feel free to leave a comment and a five-star rating. Your support is very much appreciated. Also, don't forget to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Podbean, or on our website, newchannelsports.net. That's new channel spelt in you, channelsports.net. Got a sports-related question for the crew? Just leave a voicemail on our website. Till next time, have a good one and stay safe out there.